Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me is, well, usual, but not usually on camera, Mike LaPlan. What's up, man? There's a reason I'm a voice in the sky. It's because I'm not very pretty. You're the face on this podcast, and AJ is the, the humor. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it really that much different than AJ? <laughs> I mean, I do have the the massive widow's peak, like I'm sorry. Yeah, I, mean, I got, know, I got, got that the, covered. Right now, you got a, you know, you got a beard. You, you're spitting right in, man. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, so we're here to get you ready for Week 14 of the fantasy football season. And of course, what's up? What's up, Albert? Uh, thanks for jumping on with us. Appreciate you. Um, so yeah, of course, you know we're going to be running through our, our typical start sit questions with a little, you know sneak peek into the rankings here. Uh, we'll be jumping through some some injury news and then our silly strings picks. But before we jump into all that, just want to remind and ask everybody to please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. If you're listening only on Spotify, or iTunes, leave those five star reviews for us. Leave those comments, guys. We we appreciate it. Um, help us out a long way. And of course, look, as playoffs is coming around, jump over to Fancy Six Pack, become an all access member. Do not get this far and lose out because you made a bad line of decision. Get all the advice you can with the award winning team here over at Fancy Six Pack. We need to jump over to fantasysixpack.net slash plans. Use promo code FF Playoffs for 25% off throughout the rest of the season. And um, yeah, and look, even if you are out of it, go win your uh, your league feedback and then some. Trust me, go play some DFS. Listen to what our DFS guys, Dave Eddy, Chris Robin, Keith Fleming, the betting uh, analysis over there is top notch. Guys, I don't play very much DFS. I'm winning. <laughs> you know that it's it's working if i'm just able to take their stuff and just plug it in and have it and have it do its thing so uh with that said mike ready to move on 
You betcha. Well, we All right, let's our bring in our guest of honor, Mr. Jeff Trella. Um, what is going on, man? Uh, former writer for Fantasy Six Pack. Hopefully soon to be back. We'll, and um, we'll chat about that at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you know, Stack Attack Pod, and and Sight as well. So uh, glad to have you here, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. It's good to be back. I'm needed something to do instead of this game, but apparently I'm missing out on something. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, 21 to 10, we got a minute 20 left and oh, well, never mind. There went that. I was going to say they were there uh, they were driving and then uh Billy's out to get sacked, but um so yeah. so the low the lowest total in the NFL in over 30 years and it goes over by halftime. Incredible. Oh, they crushed the total. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's hilarious. What was it like but- 30 I think it was, it was 30 and a half. Yep. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they haven't crushed it, but yeah, I mean, the fact that they're well over pace is pretty <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, it's not something that I predicted. I had, I, I had to start a few players in this game and I was like doing it. You're like, uh, okay. <laughs> you know, Zeke already scored. Right. Juju's already caught a couple passes. Like Henry's got two. Dante Johnson. I didn't. Well, I don't have Hunter Henry. That that's that's a crazy one. He tight end one. Anybody? Um, <laughs> um, I was you know was Dante Johnson it, scored, but yeah, this, it's, I was making a couple of DFS lineups the, the, this afternoon. I'm like defense, defense, kicker, kicker. Right. All right. <laughs> Who could I afford for the last spot? <laughs> like right. Didn't didn't work out. If you didn't use Bailey Zappi or Hunter Henry, you probably <laughs> no, are losing. Who thought, thought Zappi could get three touchdowns in a game, let alone a half? Let alone a season. After what Fair. happened last week? It was awful. Well, we we all missed the boat. It was Hunter Henry's birthday, and he's already got two mm. touchdowns in. That that that's that second one was sick, too. That it was a fingertip catch, perfect throw right over the safety. That was a lucky throw. Let's be real. Yeah, I, it was, I said it was a good catch. It was, it was it was a hell of a catch. catch. That throw was like, dude, never. I'm sure he went over to the sideline. The quarterback coach is going, never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got lucky. Anyway, um, so Jeff, we're gonna run through our our news first, and you know, typically we don't have quite this much to t- touch on, so we're gonna condense it here a little bit, and we're gonna talk about all these injuries. And how I'm going to do it is we're going to run through the running backs. So we got Ramondre, obviously, uh, out for this game. Brian Robinson out for a a couple of weeks, probably. Um, Charbonnet, we're not really sure how long he can be. He's going to be out if out, like not really sure yet. Derrick Henry concussion protocol right now. Well, we think we don't actually know. (laughs) That one's kind of weird, too. But I'm going to let you pick first here. Pick one of these guys and uh you know give a minute about the impact on them missing and who steps up that kind of thing all right well let's let's start in uh with with the commanders with brian robinson uh you know pulled up with a hamstring against my dolphins last week i'm just curious i wonder if it's one of the legs that he got shot in i hope not i mean i didn't even think about that but yeah you know the the thing about about Robinson is he was drafted so low, you know, he was, he was at the back end of the RB twos and even into the RB three in, in some drafts. So he's quote unquote been a league winner so far. So the teams that 
are elevated into the playoffs that are missing out on him are really going to feel it. Uh, there's really no way to replace it. Hopefully you had Chris Rodriguez as, as a handcuff. He's, he's looked pretty good, the rookie, but you know, Antonio Gibson was, was definitely mm-hmm. drafted. Um, he was, it's possible he went through the waiver wire at some point in, in a, in a, maybe a 10 or a 12 team league this year. He should, Gibson should really move into the RB2 territory for the rest of the season, I'd say. You know, Howell's a, a chucker, man. How many games he's 45, 50, 50 uh, attempts? It's not last week when they were getting absolutely blown out. Blown when, I, I, when I bet them over 38 and a half. Right? Just, yeah. Dave yeah, Eddie was, was like, this seems like easy money. And then it was I like. I followed him. I tailed him. And, you know, that's what happens sometimes. Uh, yeah. I mean, everybody. I mean, I don't I don't know a single person that was like, oh, yeah, that'll never hit. <laughs> what? It, okay. it was just. Just a really strange game flow. Uh, yes. Miami obviously controlled the clock, and, and you know, it just I I don't know. They just seemed to commit to the run, and then Robinson went out, and they they were still they're still running the ball. I mean, I I, I think I think Gibson had uh, ten carries a- after he went out, and 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 four t- four uh, receptions as yeah. well. Yeah, it was so, a, it was a bizarre bizarre game. So. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. It's Antonio Gibson. I, I was able to strangely snatch him up in a league last week. Um, so he was just sitting out there, and I was like, "Yeah, why not?" And uh, <laughs> picked him up. Oh, uh, just you got to be cons- you got to be concerned about the the schedule too, because you know they oh it's brutal. They, they finish up with the Rams, the Jets, and San Francisco. And, yeah, it's it's, it's really you know, brutal. The Jets are the Jets are easy to run on, but not, not for pass catching backs like yeah. Gibson would be. So, and obviously San Francisco. Is oh yeah. Deion's Dion, so. bringing up another one too. I didn't, I, cause I forgot about this one, Pacheco. I didn't write it down cause the shoulder injury kind of, I mean, sort of knew about it, but it wasn't like on everybody's you know, major radar, like some of these other ones, but uh, yeah. I'm pretty um, sure he did not practice again today. He did not so, again yeah, today, so I'm that that sure is a concern. That, so. so, Mike, you can throw Pacheco into this mix as well and talk about him if you want. But uh, you are up next. Who do you want to talk about? Well, I was just—I kind of wanted to piggyback on what Jeff was saying a little bit. I looked up Sam Howell's passing attempts. He has twice as many games over 40 passing attempts than he has under 30 passing attempts. That's how asinine. The, oh yeah, he hadn't hit the, the over volume. that was last week of like 38 and a half. Like three times, and of yeah, course like he the... he only threw twenty three passes last week. Like what? Okay, you're you're losing by forty. Let's run the ball. <laughs> I did. It sure. didn't make any sense. He he he. Uh, Bianami had an Arthur Smith approach to that game for some reason. Um, <laughs> but I mean, oh, I I think the mean. the biggest benefactor. <laughs> The biggest benefactor of if Pacheco does, you know, miss any time or maybe they manage his workload would probably be, I'd like to say Jarek McKinnon, even though they have been managing him as well. I've been seeing tweets about, you know, just load managing him from Matt Nagy was quoted. Um, So like, I really don't want to say CEH guys, please don't make me say Clyde Edwards Hilaire on, on live. Um, So like Pacheco, please do your best to come back from this injury. So we don't even have to think about it. DraftKings has CEH at plus sixteen hundred to lead the NFL in rushing yards this week. Oh God! It, it and if it tells the story at all, 
they have Pacheco at plus 1,600 too. So they're basically calling it a coin flip as to whether or not he's going to play. Mm. Man, that one's really sketchy. Oh, there's no way I'd bet it. But <laughs> no, no. Why not? No, I don't. I mean, I, I think what's going to end up happening is they're just not going to run the ball this game. <laughs> Yeah, but they happen. haven't been able to throw it either. That's I mean, the thing. Yeah, it's been bad. Um, Their defense they, has looked, been not as good off. lately. So, so you know, you kind of look to the run, running the ball to help you know alleviate the defensive struggles. And I mean, if Pacheco's not playing, you're running Ceh and Jared McKinnon. Ugh, you're not going to McKinnon's be banged up. I mean, is is he even a sure thing? I don't believe he is. Yeah, and, I don't think. You know, he, I mean, yeah, they've been managing Michael P. Been, Ryan. They've been they've been game managing him as well, yeah. All right, so I'm going to. Man, it's such depressing talks about these injuries in the it beginning. Is, is. <laughs> um, I was going to talk about um. Uh, let, let's go with Derrick Henry. So Derrick Henry, we don't really know what's going on with him. I, I did not get a chance to look up the injury. Uh, so let's, let's pull it up now. Titans injury report. Uh, did he practice? We don't know yet. So Derek Henry limited practice today. That's, that's a good sign, I suppose. Um, but like if he, if he doesn't, if he doesn't suit up here, um, this is obviously Tajay Spears, um, time now. I mean, I'll be honest. I mean, it hasn't been great for for henry this this season overall um He's hot though very yeah very hot and cold very touchdown dependent honestly um to be real like it's you know the last last week he finally kind of started like he, he had a good game last week you know i think he got was he over 100 yards rushing last week uh, 102 so yeah um third time this season over 100 yards rushing the yardage hasn't been great this year, um, but the last couple of weeks have been good. Really good matchups, Carolina Indy. This week, not the greatest matchup for him because, and it's not so much that you know the Dolphins are some stout defense by any means. They're, I mean, they're okay, they're good, um, but you kind of can expect the Dolphins to do what they did against the commanders maybe not as bad but get out to a big lead and then what does tennessee do when they start falling behind they only give henry like 11 rushes 12 rushes 13 rushes and it just doesn't work right and so if they don't get him going early and then you know in the end zone early i i feel like even if he does play he could be a pretty pretty disappointing uh, play this week uh, for you. Um, he's going to have to find the end zone early, I think, in order for him to pay off any sort of, you know, it's it's going to be hard for you to not play him in your normal lineups. I understand that. Um, I'm going nowhere near him in DFS. <laughs> um, just just not just not doing it. The game script screams he is not going to be a good a good play this week. So let's jump over to, over to receivers here. And I just wrote down a few. So Tank Dell out for the year. Amari Cooper's dealing with a concussion. We don't know about him. Puka Nakua. We got Christian Watson, Marquise Brown, 
all injured right now unknown if they are going to be able to suit up jeff you can you got first pick again all right well let's talk about tank dell being out obviously you know same as robinson he's somebody that was most likely picked up off your waiver wire or a back end uh, uh draft pick for you so he's another one of these guys that's a league winner you know he's basically been a wide receiver one almost for a good part of the part of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, along with Nico, I mean, obviously CJ Stroud's the whole story there, but it, it's going to be difficult to replace him. It, the, the one thing you got to be concerned about on that end is the they play the jets this week um, who already are incredible against the pass. And the weather is supposed to be a slog up here. I live in New Jersey as well, and it's supposed to be windy and rainy as well. So is it going to be difficult for Noah Brown to reestablish himself in the lineup as somebody that you want starting in your fantasy playoffs, considering they're, you know, it's probably going to be close to a zero uh, this week. Nico Collins is somebody you've been counting on if you have. So you're going to be plug and playing him uh, as much as you can if you need him this week. To make the playoffs, you might be a little bit concerned there as well. But, you know, the, the good thing is that the way that their schedule ends up, they have Tennessee twice, and Tennessee is not very good against wide receivers. Usually we talk about that Tennessee um, that Tennessee-Houston matchup for Derrick Henry, and for some reason they always play twice in the fantasy playoffs. I don't know why. I think it's just to get Henry Henry fed. But this year, it should be those those Houston receivers that are eating on the Tennessee secondary through the yeah. fantasy playoffs twice. I agree. I agree. Uh, Mike, who do you want to talk about? Oh, man, I just hate being so negative talking about these injuries. Um, I guess I'll talk about Marquise Brown um, because I'm sure – I know. Because I, I – well, actually, I take it back. I'm going to go the homer route. I'm talking about Christian Watson. We're talking about, you know, somebody that just can't stay healthy. And he was finally, you know, coming out and showing what he can do, you know, being this big red zone threat, um, scoring, what was it, back to uh, games of back-to-back touchdowns. I think one he had two. And, and you mm-hmm. know, just unfortunate here because, you know, I mean, as everyone knows, Jordan Love is starting to show what he can do a little bit more. So, you know, this might, you know, this, uh, this affects Jordan Love, I think, most importantly. Like, he may not, you know, get – I think the ceiling lowers a little bit. You know, he's – I'm going to talk about it later, but he's one of three uh, three QBs that have eight touchdowns the past three weeks. I mean, like, so not having Watson there is definitely going to affect that. It's it's also going to, you know, give an uptick to Jane Reed, um, who's been, you know, kind of showing up a little bit. You know, um, Dontavian Wicks. Uh, you get Romeo Dobbs, obviously, he's going to probably step into the yep. de facto number one role. Um, and if I remember seeing correctly, Aaron Jones is – practicing this week so that's i mean that's kind of like a you know a it's a pot you know it's a balance thing you, you lose one good player you get i know right back <laughs> yeah limited practice uh i did just read that christian watson has already basically said he's going to be unavailable it's this one week. to two weeks i think it was and it was yeah. i think i saw the tweet from like i was jesse monroe uh on twitter who he, he's had five grade two hamstring injuries like this already now in his career and it's man just can't catch a break and he start at, like he might get that injury prone label unfortunately here soon 
I mean, yeah, he's on he's on a roll, man. Four touchdowns in three games. That's I wrote about and him. That's without in, that's without Rodgers, too, believe it or I not. No, I, I wrote <laughs> about him in my usage article and you know was like, look, he's just gotta stay healthy. Um, hopefully he he can keep it rolling. Uh solid matchup against the Giants. I mean, very favorable schedule here throughout the rest here. Giants, Tampa, Carolina, Minnesota. Yeah. That's that's looking pretty looking pretty nice. So hopefully it's he can get back shame. on the field soon. Yeah. But uh yeah, definitely definite upgrade for those of those guys. And then obviously with Jones coming back, uh that that's a that's a big one too. So, you know, maybe he gets more involved in the passing game as well. And love doesn't sink <laughs> so as much, unfortunately. Um I'm gonna go I know you want you want cup, don't you? <laughs> that's that's Amari Cooper. Oh, I mean, sorry, not Cup, Puka. My apologies. I was going to say Puka, yeah. So I'm going to go with Puka Nakua. Um, look, it, it's... Wrong receiver. What? I picked the wrong receiver. For some reason, I read Cup instead of uh, Puka. Oh, because Cooper is right. In... Well, they're they're yeah. both they're both banged up. I mean, you know, True. Cup hasn't been himself for several weeks. Right. So that's what I was going to say. So I will say Puganugu did practice in full today. So it looks like he's going to suit up. But if he doesn't, right, or if he's not 100%, I, I don't really even know how much we can really rely on on Cooper Cup right now. Like, he's been bad. I, I, you know, I, Jeff, you said it. He hasn't been himself. Um yeah, ever since that ankle, he's trying to play through it. I think that was I think that was a bad decision to come back that first week. Like it absolutely shocked me that he did. Um him and Pukunaku were both horrible that week. Um, granted, that was the Kyron Williams and Tyler Higby show, which was weird. But um I mean Puka, you know, came back strong last week and it's almost like because Cup is out there, he's like a decoy, and so Puka's just getting you know lesser coverage, and so he's going to be able to benefit from it. But he's got to be healthy too. Um, but if you know if if something if he like it regresses this later this week, and, and Cooper's going to be like the de facto number one, I don't know if I'm like really excited to throw him in my lineup this week. I know you're probably doing it, especially in like three receiver leagues, but man, Cooper Cup makes me really nervous. I'll tell you, like I, I got back from Scott Fishbowl because Cooper Cup has been bad. Um, I, I like I was so excited to draft him this year. Um where I got him and it just didn't work out, unfortunately. Um, and you know, man, they're playing Cleveland. That's a brutal matchup, man. So it's not, it's just not good all the way around. So, uh, you know, you're probably starting these guys, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not great. Um, let's jump into our start. I just, sit. I just wanted to correct you real quick. Uh, the Rams played Baltimore this week. They played Cleveland last week. Yeah. Oh, my bad. My bad. My bad. Oh, yeah, okay. you're right. Either way, <laughs> might be worse. Not great. <laughs> not great matchup. Not great, Bob. <laughs> not great, Bob. <laughs> Let, let, let me touch on Marquise Brown real quick, though. I, I, I think he's somebody that we should be look at, looking forward to in the fantasy playoffs. People give a little bit too much respect for the San Francisco secondary, but they've really been a, a pass funnel. You know, they're 22nd against wide receivers, and uh, that that's who they get uh, week 
15 after the bye this week. So, you know, that, that was the biggest concern. Brown didn't practice at all in week 13, tried to give it a go. Then he ended up leaving the game. Now he gets a bye. Let's get better. And then we have San Francisco, Chicago, and Philly, who's been the absolute worst uh, yeah. de- defense against That's the wide true. receiver. Bradbury, I, I don't understand how this happens in the NFL, but Bradbury was he, he was in, insanely good last year, and this year he's been terrible. Corners do that all the time. Yeah, like it's so weird. Same with how, big like, game Slay. Yeah. Well, he's still questionable too, Slay as well. So I'm not even sure if he's going to be what be good enough to go this week. But I would assume by by uh, week 17 he'll be back, and you know that's that's a juicy matchup. And All that right. right there is why you don't draft defenses before the last two rounds. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Well said. <laughs> All right, so we're yeah, gonna it's so jump hard into to predict our them. start. Even sit. You... <laughs> yeah, start sit. Uh, section of the show here and uh we're going to run through the positions give a couple uh scenarios here mike usually is a voice in the sky asking the question but he will just be here doing it with us and uh but he'll he'll lead this part so yeah yeah absolutely and uh jeff you get to go first since you're our special guest tonight um you get to start us off with the qbs here and who would you rather start this week? Jordan Love against the Giants or Jared Goff against the Bears? Uh, this is a tough call. Um, so reasons for Jared Goff, 43.5 total on the game. So it's projected to be a seven-point higher game uh, than than the Giants and the Packers, so that's going for me. Um, Goff, a, a little bit inconsistent here the last four weeks. His yardage has been a roller coaster, 200, 300, 200, 300. But the good thing is he's he's uh, recorded two touchdowns in each game. Um, Jordan Love in that same four-game span has been a top-10 quarterback, uh, no question, um, and a little more consistent. All four games he's gone 265 yards or, or higher, and he's had uh, he's had two or three touchdowns in all the games I'm going to go with the, even though I generally make my start sit decisions on a quarterback based on the game total, but I'm going to go against it. I'm going to go with the Monday night hammer. Uh, I always like having a Monday night player uh, when, when I can. So I'm going to take Jordan love. I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But definitely take the over under into, into effect there, especially with the QB. Cause they're yeah. the ones scoring most of the points. Joe, you get to go next. Um, I am going to go with Jordan Love as well. Um, yeah, matchup, matchup kind of says you want to play golf. I, I'm a little leery of it. Low golf, blow, Dave. <laughs> Always golf? with Dave. Always with Dave. <laughs> Dave Did you Dave, see the comment? <laughs> Dave still hasn't paid the bet that I beat him in TJ FBI yet, so he can he could keep that to himself. Ah, there you go, Dave. <laughs> uh, <Pay off>. nice. <laughs> um, so you know the the thing that scares me about golf is he really doesn't play well on the road, and so yeah. this is another road game, divisional game. Yeah, and honestly, even the game he played them at home, I mean, that was like 16 points. Okay, that's fine. Um, I just, 
I'm not feeling it with him right now. They've got this running game just rolling, man. And so like they don't they don't need him to just like light it up right now. Um, you know, when when Gibbs wasn't full throttle like he is now and Montgomery's been in and out, that's when you see Goff really just kind of gunslinging mentality. Um the defense is really stepping up and playing a lot better than than I think anybody expected them to. Um, so I am going to say that Goff uh, would be my sit here. So play Jordan Love over the Giants, even without Christian Watson. And I'm going to be the same way. I mean, you know, did you just, just clean uh, sweep your own question. I did, uh, but that. I, I do, I do, but I love when it's about Jordan Love. <laughs> okay. That's the homer. That's the homerism in me. But uh, I did want to make it tough, though. Like Jeff said, it, it is a tough question. It is. They are, uh, they are close. Um, but I just uh, – I look at, you know, the past uh, five games, actually. I expanded – usually I do three games, but I, I expanded it to past five because I want to see what Jordan Love was doing the past five and not just this three when he's been, you know, killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's actually QB6 in the past five games, averaging 20.3 fantasy points a game. When Goff in that same five-game stretch is QB14 – a little, you know, about four points less at 16.4. And let's be real. The Bears, since trading for uh, Montez Sweat, they've been a better defense against QBs. Like in week 11, they held Jared Goff to 16. Extra pressure. Yep. Yeah. They held Jared Goff to 16.7 points. And I know it was week 12 against Josh Dobbs. He didn't have a great week. It was 8.5. But it's still improvement against the QB. So... By the way, Dave, Dave's asking you what bet. <laughs> I don't remember. Do we, do, are we allowed to share this on air? I, no, I don't think we had a specific bet. He just yeah. made a guarantee that he was going to beat me. So, and gentlemen's right. bet. Well, well. Speaking of, uh, you know, tournament leagues, I forgot to mention this earlier on. Uh, so, you, me, and AJ. Unfortunately, AJ couldn't make it today. Um, we got some Pretend I'm AJ. family family business to take care of here. Um, but you, me, and AJ are, um, are doing quite well in Raz Bowl, the uh, the tournament that uh, Raz. You can do your heart. You guys are kicking ass. That Raz Ball does. Uh, as of this second, <laughs> um, AJ's first, Jeff, you're second, and I'm 13th. Um, I actually forgot to set my lineup. Oh, I knew I was forgetting one. Rookie mistake. Watch. He, so, he, he probably started Zeke and, and Deontay Johnson. And I didn't. Got so, no, no, no. no. It, I didn't actually have anybody playing tonight, so it wouldn't have mattered anyway. But I'm glad I went in and looked because I almost botched and forgot to set my lineup. So, it all well, thankfully I did because I have Sam Howell on by, and that would have been terrible. Um, oh, <laughs> but anyway. Um. Yeah. So I, I, you got I, got vi- I got victimized too. I I had to play last week without a tight end, just because you can't make any more pickups. I had Hawkinson on by, and I had Dalton Schultz who didn't play last week. So oh. I ended up taking a zero there. I might I might have closed even, the gap a little bit. But yeah. And he didn't practice today either. So like we got to hope he practices Friday because if not, that's the that's the biggest red flag on a player not playing. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I I had um. I've got Laporta, Andrews, and McBride. Do you know how many times this season I had all three tight ends in my lineup? 
when it was best ball format. Yeah. Now that I can have to decide and like make a lineup, I'm going, do I really plug in three tight ends? Well, now two, but like it's tough, man. I want to, but I just I haven't pulled that trigger yet. Um, it, it's a hard my, trigger. To my pull lineup sort of a... just got injured and just sort of blod, you know, the, the, the rest of the way here. So, I might be plugging in Cooks over uh, Singletary this week just because just to play the upside a little bit here. Um, I need to I need to catch up. I mean it's it's win or go home. Like you know I'm not no no one's gonna remember you know tenth place. <laughs> They'll remember who wins, but that's about it. So right. But yeah, no, we are doing we are doing fantastic. In fact, um, underneath my fantasy six pack sweatshirt, I am wearing the uh, the Tecmo Bowl version of the uh, Raz Bowl shirt, awesome. which is pretty awesome. So uh, awesome. Hopefully one of us can can take it down. I'm not sure actually if uh, so I don't know. I know they have this cut line here, but Nick Spencer over Fantasy Six Pack is I think technically still in the hunt right now at 26th. So if he can bump into the top 20, he will move on in the championship tier next week with with us. Hopefully we all make it. Uh, it'd be pretty cool if, if one of us took it down for phase six back. Good odds. I mean there's four of us and out of 30 really left. So odds. that's pretty cool. Well I, I'm I'm sweating the Derrick Henry and the Travis Etienne injuries. So Ugh. I mean I, I've I've been carried by Dak and my my receivers have been incredible. You know, Debo, Mike Mike Evans, AJ Brown, Sutton, Thielen, like it, I've been killing it. Well Thielen's on my bench now, but yeah, you know, I if had, I don't, uh, if I don't have those running backs, I mean, I do still have David Montgomery, I believe, on that team. But you know, I, I'll be, I I'll Kurt be in Cousins, Sam Howell, and Russ Wilson, but lost, lost Cousins, but still Howling, Howell kind of carrying me. It's been pretty nice. So. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Even last week when he sucked, it was like twenty-one points. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> nice. Anyway, let's move on to our next quarterback right, question, Mike. What you got? All right, Joe. You get the pleasure of choosing between Brock Purdy against the Seahawks or Justin Fields against Detroit. I am going to go with uh, uh, I go with Brock Purdy, man. It is really hard to go against this guy right now. He's just been so damn good. Like, how do you not play this guy? I know. Fields has been running a little bit more, so so that's that's helping him. I just I don't know, man. I uh, it's it's hard for me to trust Justin Fields enough to play him over, you know, somebody that is playing as as well as Brock Purdy right now. The guy, it, it's they they just they really just can't be stopped right now. I mean, he not passing a ton. But just very efficient, scoring tons of touchdowns. I mean, last week just embarrassed the Eagles. Two weeks ago, embarrassed the 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 Bucks. I mean, weirdly struggled against the Seahawks. But um, you know, you're gonna have a down game here and there. But man, like constantly over 20 points. It seems like with this guy and Fields just has those games, man, where it's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> like, where'd you go? <laughs> so um, yeah, give me give me Purdy. Mike, was it intentional or just by evil design that you picked two quarterbacks that played their opponents two weeks ago? You did that on purpose, right? 
No, actually, I no, did probably not. not. Like, yeah, they both did. So <laughs> you give them too much credit. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought that's what it was about. I'm like, oh man, this is tough. See, no, I, I look, I just looked at it. And I was like, man, you know, whoever drafted Jared Goff, you know, they might have, you know, just scooped up Jordan Love later, and whoever, you know, maybe went a little early in on Fields, maybe they picked up Purdy off the waiver wire. Evil genius, evil yeah. genius. So like you, uh, yeah. So we go, uh, we go clockwise. So Mike. Oh, all right. Yeah, go. sorry, we didn't explain all the rules. Yeah. No, Mike, you're your job. It's it's <laughs> like the Raz Bowl. I can't figure out the rules. <laughs> I can't figure out how to look at anybody else's roster in that league. <laughs> oh yeah, me either. Uh, it's so it's so maddening. I'm like, huh, who am I going against? I don't know. I'm just gonna have to wait for the scores to change. <laughs> <laughs> so. Like like you said, like you said, Joe, it's hard not to go with Brock Purdy. Um, and I guess I'll start talking about him. You know, he is one of those QBs I was talking about with Jordan Love um, that has eight passing touchdowns in the past three games. Dak Prescott leads with nine. Who would have thunk that? And then he got Purdy, Jordan Love, and Matthew Stafford with eight. Now, I looked into it a little bit more. Um, and the difference between all those guys and Brock Purdy is the passing attempts. You look at all of them, and they're all above 100 passing attempts. Matthew Stafford, Love, Prescott, you know, all of them have 100-plus passing attempts, and Purdy's at 82. That's only about 27.3 a game. He doesn't like, need them. <laughs> he doesn't, but, like, you know as well as I do, touchdowns I are hard to predict. And right now, in the past three games, small sample size, he's throwing a touchdown on 9.7% of his passes. I mean, that's more than double the league average throughout the season. So, like, I feel like there might be some touchdown regression possibly, and that's where I fear it because if there is touchdown regression, he's not going to have the volume to give you a sufficient enough game. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I was going to say that I actually like Fields better in, in – and Keith Fleming was talking about this on the show that was just a couple hours ago on this channel – um, him and Joe Matz were talking about this uh, using Justin Fields. Um, Dave, you would know since you're listening, you would know the uh, the salaries more than me. What is Fields and Purdy salaries? I mean, that plays that obviously is a you know a big factor that, in yeah. who to who to pick. That does play a big factor, and like I mean, the the I looked into it, and in between these two options, Fields and Purdy throw the same amount of passes about. You know, Fields is only at 27.75 a game the past three. So, like, it's really not that much more. But, like you like you said in the beginning of your argument, Joe, Fields runs. He's averaging yeah, 9.6 rushing attempts. Purdy's 81. That's FanDuel. If I go to DraftKings. And he gets Purdy 50 is at rushing yards. Fields is at 68, so Purdy's cheaper. I don't know, man. That's weird how one is different. You know, it's differently priced. One's cheaper on one, and then the other. And it's because on draft on DraftKings, uh, Fields could get that three point bonus for a hundred yards rushing. Where got you're, it? You're, you're uh, not going to see that for Purdy, so that's it. And that's uh, yeah, that's way that more is, likely that is a with big, Fields. Yep, that is a big factor. So it just it just seems like Fields is safer because what you're relying on with Purdy is touchdowns to hold yep. him up. So I'm yep. going Fields. There you go. Yeah, it's it is close, man. I have them like seven and nine right now i think in my in my rankings so it's it's super close man these guys are tight so how about you all right running backs 
Mike, you first up on this one. You want me to ask it since you get to talk first? So we're going to go Austin Eckler versus Denver versus Devon Achan, Achan, whatever, versus Tennessee. Mike. All right. For me, yep. Uh, for me, all right. I'm sitting. I'm sitting Eckler. I I know it's tough to say, but I'm sitting Eckler. On the season, he's RB twenty seven. <laughs> in nine games played, he's RB twenty seven. Um, now he's RB seventeen in fantasy points per game at twelve point six. But in the last three games alone, he's only averaging five point five a game. Uh, so it's it's been a a fall off a cliff and. Uh, like the the big thing about Eckler is is yes he gets the volume but let, let's look at the yards in those past three games he's only got 161 scrimmage yards that's only 54 yards a game um so you know give me a chain who in only six games has more total points than Eckler 115 and a half to 98 and just blows him out of the water when it comes to fantasy points per game at 20.3 um the only RB that has a better fantasy points per game than a chain is CMC with 22.5. So I, I know it sounds blasphemous, but I, I'm sitting Eckler for A-Chain. Jeff. Yeah, it's actually pretty easy for me. Um, Brandon Staley actually, in an attempt to get fired before the end of the season, I heard about this. came out this week and said that there, there's going to be a competition for carries moving forward. I, I don't know what's with this guy. He He may be the worst coach in the NFL, and his days are obviously numbered. Um, you know, Eckler's obviously – He's he's regressed quite a bit this year. Touchdown regression you talked about earlier. He went from 18 last year. He's on on pace for about eight or nine this year. I think he's at six. Um, eight hands the, the man. I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, I'm a Dolphins fan. This guy has brought excitement to the franchise that we've really never seen since Tyreek Hill. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> That was no, funny. That was a long time ago. Huh? <laughs> I want to I see that race. I want to yeah, see that head-to-head oh, race. It's incredible. Two. But you were, ta- you were talking about Eckler is the RB27. A-chan's the RB26. And he missed five He's games. Like had a buy and, and left the game early. It, it's yeah. ridiculous. And the one thing that really leads me to believe that he's, he's the guy to start this week is because last week in what was a de facto blowout, at the end of the game, he was the one on the field. They've kind of brought him in slowly. Mostert got the got the early carries and touches when the game was was in hand, but they brought him in later in the game, and I was getting nervous because you know the guy's shown to be a little bit injury prone early on. But it looks like they really want to get him reps, and I think he may just be the most important person on the Dolphins for their playoff run. So I think they're ready to fire him up and you know give him the rock. And I wouldn't be surprised. In on Monday night, if it might be the first time you see him touch the ball 20 times. Yeah, I, I'm with you guys full sweep on this one. It is a HN for me. Um, Eckler slowing down. You know, the 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 Denver defense has really picked things up. I know the Tennessee run defense is their strength. It could be pretty hit or miss, though. Um, most it's banged up, kind of you know, it's been gone questionable to healthy kind of late in the week, the last like five or six weeks. So he's he, clearly not a hundred percent. Eight chan's got obviously pretty fresh legs, and you can see just how dynamic he he can be. Um most has had really bad fumbleitis this year, too. He cannot yeah. hold on to the rock, and that's gonna come into play down the road. Yeah, so 
Um, I mean, look, I, I like Mostert too. I, I think you're probably starting both these guys, you know, in, in this matchup, but it is Achan is way up the rankings for me. Eckler has dropped. Oh, uh, where do I have him right now? Off a cliff. That's where he's dropped. I mean, he's he's our I mean he's RB twelve for me right now. And I mean you could argue that's high for him. And I mean he gets the best matchup against RBs this week. I mean, yeah, it's a little skewed because someone like Devin A. Chain and Raheem Mostert, you know. Although, like I said, Denver's really picked it up recently. I mean, they they don't just, you know, Buffalo got a total of like 20 something points against them, a little over that. Uh Cleveland didn't do a whole lot. Houston kind of not much last week i mean it it's it's been a much different defense since that early you know just onslaught when it was miami and then two weeks later chicago and then breeze hall and the jets i mean they just got embarrassed for like the first five weeks six weeks of the season and then it was like oh okay yeah we actually need it like we're actually nfl players we didn't like stop people (laughs) so they did um so all right (laughs) Next question. All right. Jeff, who do you want this week between Joe Mixon against the Colts or Rashad White against the Falcons? This one's easy for me. It's going to be Mixon. Um, I'm actually very, very bullish on the Bengals, believe it or not. Uh, Especially, I don't know what's going on with this game here, but they still have games against – the Steelers, the Colts, and the Browns, who right now hold the last three playoff spots. And the Bengals could really put themselves into position to get back up there. You saw the other day Burrow um, on the sideline with the iPad, helping out Browning, etc. Et I just I think the Bengals are firing. They're, they're, they're really pushing to try to win games. They're not mailing it in because they got a, a backup quarterback. Mixon was incredible last week, uh, 30 PPR PPR points last week, um, two touchdowns, well over 100 yards combined. And they're playing Indianapolis, who is in the bottom three in the mm-hmm. NFL in points allowed to running backs, while your guy Rashad White is playing Atlanta, who quietly has the best defense, at least in holding running backs down in fantasy points. So it's it's an easy mix in for me. Uh it's man, you make a lot of good points. Um, <laughs> I I am actually going to go with white though. Um I know the matchup isn't there, but you're talking about volume here and that's something Rashad White has just dominated all season. Um you know, he had been getting more involved in the passing game the last couple of games. Um, it's sort of taken a tick back. That's when Mike Evans is absolutely exploding. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm really not too scared with the with the matchup. Um, I mean, so they played in week seven. Yeah, he didn't get the carries, but he got six targets, caught all six for 65 yards. So he's going to get it. You know, he's going to touch the ball at some point, you know, somehow, regardless in this offense. So the thing that does scare me about Mixon, and I still, you know, it is a close ranking for me, is, yeah, we saw the good game from Browning last week. 
the week before that wasn't so good. It's like, which one's going to show up, right? And so you still do worry. I mean, yeah, you can sort of say the same thing about uh, Tampa. Baker. Which Baker Mayfield is going to show up, but you kind of already factor that in, I feel like, a little bit with, with, with this whole Tampa offense. Um, yeah, I mean, it's close. I, I you know, I, I'm starting both these guys in, you know, wherever, wherever I'm at, you know, hopefully. Um, but if, if you had to make me pick between the two of these, it, it is, I would be picking uh, Rashad White. Uh, before I pick, I, I just want you to like, I want everybody to know I am, I'm a safe fantasy football player. I'm like you, Joe, I go on volume. All right. So usually when I get a, a, a question like this, and I purposely put this in there, um, I look at it versus uh, floor versus ceiling. And let's be honest here. Uh, I looked into it and I was actually shocked. White is actually out touched Mixon on the year, 222 to 219. Um, and we know Mixon not is by much, out. but yeah, <laughs> not by much, but I mean, we did not expect Rashad white to ever even come close to mixing type of touches. Like he's been kind of like a generic brand CMC a little bit. Um, getting that, getting that PPR work previously, obviously, like you said, down tick on it. Um, but I looked into it the last two games with Browning Mixon actually went down a little bit in touches. Um, from 8.3, uh, 18.3 to 17.5. So that one shocked me a little bit because I thought they would lean on him more with the backup quarterback coming in. And in that same two game stretch, stretch, Rashad White's has 20 touches per game. So like, I kind of look at it like you do, Joe, Rashad White's a safe play. If you want to play it safe, I think White is the safer option, just more touches available, I believe against a tougher matchup though. So that makes mix in the ceiling play because it's really not much less touches you're going to get and you get a like uh, Jeff said a much better matchup against the Colts so like if you if you look at your projections and you're one of those type of people that are like oh my gosh I'm projected to lose by 30 plus points play mixing this week but if you want to play it safe plug in Rashad White he's going to get you a solid 10 to 15 points easily so so the the game we thought we were going to get has now Showing Arrived. his ugly head in the third quarter. <laughs> Nobody can do anything. So awesome. So we let every we let everybody watch the fun first half, and then we came on. Um, so you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> so um, has everybody? We're answered? people pleasers. I, I'm. Yeah. All right. We yeah. We, okay. So receive us. I believe so. Yeah. Start started with yeah. Jeff. All right, so Joe, you get to start us off with the receivers. And before I go uh, uh, and list them off, Jeff, just so you know, in this scenario, you get three options. You get to start two, sit one. Joe, all right. You get Mike Evans against Atlanta, Jamar Chase versus the Colts, and DJ Moore against the Lions. Who you sitting? Who you starting? Hmm. In what world is this real? Um, Who has I mean, to make Jamar this Chase decision? Early round pick. <laughs> Jamar Jamar Chase was an early round pick. I bet if you look up the ADP, that'll prove it. And then no one drafted Mike Evans and DJ Moore early. Maybe DJ Moore mm-hmm. like in the four or five round, and then Which Mike Evans exactly where Mike Evans seven. was going. But anyway, um, I told you I pushed the envelope this week. 
Better catch you on roll. I'm sitting DJ Moore. I mean, I want to start all three of these guys. I mean, they're all top 12 receivers for me. <laughs> okay. Um, but if I had to pick one, it's DJ Moore. Again, it's you know, it's the trust factor with with fields. Um I, I don't have a whole lot, man. All all three of these guys are good. Just flip a coin. They're they're all like it's 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 receiver eight, receiver nine, and receiver twelve for me. So you're probably talking fractions of a point in the projection. Is the twelfth chase? Point. No, the twelfth is more. Really? Last time, so I'll just jump right into it then. I'm actually sitting Jamar Chase in this one. I mean, yes, I mean, Moore and Evans have previously both played these teams, and they both finished wide receiver six in their respective weeks against these teams. So, one, you already have, you know, a little bit of past data you can go off of. All right, and then let's look at the targets, because like I said, I play it safe. I like I like volume. Evans and Moore have seen 31-plus targets the past three games compared to Chase's 25. Yeah, it's not that much but give me the more volume. And I mean, Baker's probably not much better, but I know fields is better of a, uh, better of a QB than Browning. So like, I also kind of throw that QB into the, as like a tiebreaker. I just don't believe that fields is a better QB than Browning, believe it or not. I think fields oh, is a better. That's athlete. fair. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, you know, Browning is actually, a, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll break it now. That's my silly string pick for the week. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I think this guy's going to ball out. I, I I'm ready for it, man. And I I'm, I'm actually betting the Bengals at plus seven fifty to uh to make the playoffs and right. Jamar chase is going to be a big part of that as well. So there's no way I could take chase in this scenario. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to bench DJ Moore because he has the worst quarterback of the three bad quarterbacks. You know, Mike, I, yeah. Mike Evans is the model of consistency chase is a budding superstar and DJ Moore, you got to go. Fair enough. And see, this is what I like about these is because now we don't get clean sweeps. <laughs> All right, Joe, you get to ask the next question since I'm the first one to answer. All right. So we got DK Metcalf against the 49ers, Nico Collins against the Jets and Cooper Cup against Baltimore. Three stout defenses, so this is a fun one. Mike, who you got? Yeah, and we kind of brushed on it a little bit earlier, um, like Jeff was talking about. Uh, this one was kind of freebie for you guys, so I'm sure you guys are going to sweep it, but I'm sitting cup. Um, only 14 targets and a total of 17.8 fantasy points the past three games. Yes, that is just under six points a game the past three for cup. Um, we are – like like Jeff said, he's not been right since that ankle ankle injury. So like I just cannot stomach myself to if you have this certain scenario, I can't stomach myself to say Cooper uh, start Cooper Cup over DK or Nico because they've been wide receiver four and five in the past three games. All right, I know they're you know the Jets are a tough matchup for wide receivers. Baltimore's the third toughest. Um, so. Like, that's who Cup's going up against this week. I mean, you're getting less than half the targets for Cup than you are for Collins and Metcalf. You know, Collins got 33 20, and 26 for Metcalf the past three games. So, sitting Cup. Jeff? Yeah, yeah I, couldn't, I couldn't have said it any differently than that. I mean, the only way is 
like I said, if I look out the window on Sunday morning and it's it, the weather's as bad as they're saying, then maybe Nico Collins is the sit just on a weather play. I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not that big of a believer on this Gardner fella uh, on the Jets. I think he's more of a ball hog than a great than a great uh, cover corner. But it, I, I, I can't, I, I can't go with Cooper Cup right now. Not with that injury. I just don't trust it. Yep. Cooper Cup is my sit for all the reasons you guys said. Um, it's going to have to be some really bad weather. Like, it's going to have to be super windy or just like an absolute downpour. Like, just rain and cold and a, and a little breezy ain't going to do it for me. Um, these guys can just sling it a little a little too hard here. To uh, I'm more, I'd be more worried through. about the wind than the rain. Well, yeah. The wind is really course. affects you more. Of course. So, all right. Last receiver question. All right, Jeff. This one's a fun one, I think. You get Brandon Cooks versus the Eagles, Drake London versus the Buccaneers, and Adam Thielen versus the Saints. Who you sitting? Who you starting? This is a painful one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, London hasn't done much of anything this this year, but he's got a great matchup this week with Tampa Bay, who's bottom three against wide receivers, as we talked about already. Uh I love the Dallas passing game. Nobody, nobody's slinging it like Dak right now. Philly's been very much 100% a, a pass funnel defense. Adam Thielen, although he's one of the reasons I've had so much success in fantasy this year, drafting this guy after the eighth round, he hasn't gotten in the box in six weeks. He hasn't sniffed double-digit targets in six weeks. The first half of the year – it was, it was 10 targets, 11 targets, 12 targets, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Mm -hmm. He was wide receiver five coming out of week six, and now it's just not there. So he's an easy sit for me. And, Joe, I'm going to ask you a question before you give me your answer. I, I read your usage report. Ah, I was just going to say. Thielen has been my guy in, in Scott Fishbowl, and I am still alive. Um, one of the guys that I can put in my flex over Adam Thielen is Keaton Mitchell? Do I do that this week? Uh, it's Keaton so Mitchell's hard, like, <laughs> yes, dude. So I wrote about both of these guys, which is hilarious. Mm -hmm. So as I was saying in the usage article, which if you guys have not read it, it I go through not every single team because some teams are boring. Like, like who cares about the 49ers running back? We know it's Christian McCaffrey. That's it. So just I move on. Like, I don't give you everything. Kind of trim it down to the more important trends, whatever's. So I wrote about the Panthers receiving core. And, you know, the last few weeks, obviously, haven't been kind. Adam Thielen, uh, like you just said, Jeff, um, since I get in the targets, right? Um, production is down. We're seeing a lot of those targets go to Jonathan Mingo, right? Yeah. Um, so, and I said at the very end of that little statement, I said, not enough for me to start Mingo because the production's not there for him either, but it is enough for me, you know, swinging the other way where I kind of want to sit him. However, your, your backup is your Keaton Mitchell. Like he's starting to see a little more carries in Gus Edwards. The thing that terrifies me about Gus Edwards and, or, or Keaton Mitchell, no red zone usage, absolutely zero. Like he has to take one to the house in order for him to score. Now, Thankfully for Scott Fishbowl, you get what quarter point per carry. 
or whatever it is, wonky first and fir- something down. like that. You get first yeah. downs. So I mean, he, you know, he's probably putting up some pretty, some pretty nice points. I mean, his yards per carry over the last four games, nine point three. I mean, Gus Edwards isn't anything to sneeze at, four point six. But I mean, you you want to go home run play, you go Keaton, Keaton. Mitchell. I mean, I, I know that's what you got to do in Scott Fish sometimes. It just well, hope it doesn't I, burn you on the on the I, backside. I, I, I'm starting from 330th position, 500 get cut. So I, I, I think I'm playing a little bit more upside than safe because yeah. safe, safe puts me in danger Just, of the cut line. Of yeah. Line. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I might, I might, I might swap in Keaton Mitchell there. Um, I know we've talked about it, but I mean, Baltimore, they're playing. We just talked about the it. Rams. Because they're play, the they're Rams. playing the Rams. Yeah, it's not. Not easy, but I mean, like the, the passing attack for the for the Ravens is, is nothing right now. So um, they they are heavily heavily leaning on this on this run game. So yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that swap. So my pick though for this Brent, between Especially Brandon Cooks, Drake London, and Adam play. Thielen is I am sitting Adam Thielen. Unfortunately, um, I just I can't trust it right now. Um, it's I mean, my rankings say sit London. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the super safe play again, like we just kind of talked about, to keep Thielen in there because he is still seeing a pretty decent target share. More targets. Um, but it's just not, you know, the 9, 10, 11, 12 that he was seeing early on. Um, it's just it's just not working for him right now. And so um, – the the Saints secondary, uh, pretty solid. So I'll uh, I will sit Thielen. Ah oh, man, I I I made the question, and when Joe told me I had to answer it because AJ wasn't going to be here, I had a tough time answering it. Um, I want to sit Thielen so badly because of the matchup, <laughs> because of the matchup being tougher than Drake London. You know, Saints are the fourth toughest against wide receivers, while Tampa Bay is the fifth fifth best matchup. But I just can't sit a guy who's getting more targets than Drake London. All right, and I I went back and I know it was week two, like several weeks ago. But when Thielen did play the Saints, and you know they were still a good defense back then, he was wide receiver eighteen on the week. Um, when Drake London did play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he was wide receiver 36 and I, I broke it down. I mean, it's only four more targets that Thielen's getting than London, but I mean, that's two more a game. Essentially it's seven to five. I mean, so I know it's not much more of an increase, but I do want the safety in, in Adam Thielen. Like, because Joe said, Jonathan Mingo, the past three weeks is the leading pass catch, uh, the leading pass catcher who's getting the most targets. All right, so that is definitely eating in there. You you know they have a plan for Mingo here, but I still think Adam Thielen. You know when they get when they do eventually get into the red zone, he's going to be the guy. All right, so we got a uh, tight end question here to finish out these this right now. Absolutely, and uh, Joe, you get to finish it off. Isaiah Likely, and you're you're welcome. I didn't put Taysom Hill in here. Isaiah Likely versus the Rams or David Njoku versus the Jaguars. Um this one this one's pretty easy for me. It's Njoku. Um 
I mean, we just, I just kind of said it, you know, the, the, the Ravens passing attack hasn't been anything spectacular. Hasn't really been anything spectacular this season outside of a couple highlights here and there. Um, Mark Andrews goes down. Obviously everybody really wants to like Isaiah likely. It's just not really happening. Um, Najoku. Yeah. Isn't setting the world on fire, but, but he, he would be my play this week. It's Njoku for me as well. I mean, obviously the better matchup is for likely the Rams are allowing 11.6 points per game to tight ends, third best. Uh, but I mean, I know, you know, the past three games you've had, what, three different starting quarterbacks for the Browns. Um, so you, you kind of have a small sample size either way. But last three games, Njoku seen 30 targets. And even last week with Flacco, he saw six. Um, and what I kind of saw – that I like the most is Flacco in total target the tight end 12 times. Um, so, you know, Harrison Bryant just happened to be the beneficiary of the touchdown. So, you know, maybe Njoku's the beneficiary of that touchdown this week, but I think more volume goes Njoku's way. Huh. Yeah. Trubisky just scored. This is a pretty easy one with Njoku. Six, you know, he laid an egg last week with only three yeah. points, but before that six straight weeks, he gave you double digit PPR mm-hmm. points. Since likely uh, took over once Andrews got hurt, he hasn't even put up 20 PPR points total over four weeks. So that's a really easy one for me, Joku. All right. So we had another segment in mind, but uh, I'm going to put it on hold till next week um, because it's like AJ's favorite topic ever. So we will. uh, He'll hate us. Cover some defenses to stash for your playoff run. Playoffs don't really start till next week in the vast majority of leagues anyway. So, you know, I know, Jeff, we've been talking about playoffs for like Scott Fish. We're talking like thousand people plus, you know, tournament leagues. That's a different ball game. They don't even have defenses, so it doesn't matter. But let's have some fun here and talk about some silly strings picks. And for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, what we do is we, excuse me, we pick a, uh, a player each week, use their half PPR projection, and then, um, go through and say whether or not they will go over or under their projection of the week. And uh, we have our own. We are. We get silly stringed. My audio is going off here. Uh, if we get it right, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, so I'm going to share my screen because I finally got my video up from week 12. I suck. I know. I'm late to the game here. And um, we will see what, what happened here. I'm still waiting to see if, if you failed 13. I don't even week know. <laughs> 12 silly string pick that I know I'm a week behind. Apologize for that. But uh, I'm owning up for getting Pukunakua wrong in week 12. I expected Cooper Cup to be out, but you know what? Both of them suck. So I'm just going to have to eat some silly string. Not literally, but here come my kids to <laughs> spray me. All right. Go! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> in the face 
Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> he got me. He was like, "Look!" <laughs> For some reason, it comes out like liquid from my son. I don't know why. It comes out like this. It doesn't come out stringy all the time. You can see like the, you can actually see like the. You probably can't see it very well here anymore, but yeah, you can kind of see it doesn't come out stringy all the time. So I'm always like, this. always like put my hands up to him, like no. But yeah. It's a good time. So R- rookie mistake, not wearing any glasses. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I, I just, I figured it out. They actually don't hit me in the face very, very much. So, all right. <laughs> the fact that you have to say very much is just enough for me. Well, it's on only glasses. been the last couple of weeks <laughs> that I've allowed, like I kind of told him early on, please don't hit me in the face with it, but uh, it is what it is. So, all right. Uh, Jamie, did you lose on Ayuk last week? Um, I don't think so because he scored, right? So I don't think there's any way he would have lost on that projection. I don't. I don't. I, I don't mine was Mostert, and like, I I looked at his like I don't even remember. I don't know what his project. I I forgot to look look up the projection again after, um, after um, uh, HN was was known as to be active, um. So I don't even know if I would if I hit the over. It would have been super close, but I kind of lost track of it last week. So. I <clears throat> I he's, looked at he it, scored, Jamie. So uh, I'm the sure, projection I'm sure was twelve point seven. Yeah, the Ayuk was projected twelve point seven six, and he finished with thirteen point one. So you you barely cleared that one. Yeah, I think everybody got it except maybe AJ, and I, I, for some reason I don't remember. AJ went with uh, Bijan over thirteen point one. Bijan, like that was a bust. Yeah. So I feel like that was a bust. Uh, I had most of it at twelve point one. You but his projection went way you down. You busted. He. I was gonna say if that was the same projection, you busted because he only got eleven point one half PPR. Right, but I don't know what his projection was. Once Achan got activated. That was before 6. we knew HN was gonna. I don't know. I don't know what his projection was once he got activated. So you anyway. gotta stop doing that. <laughs> Whatever. All right. I won't do it this week. Okay. So let's make our picks. Jeff, you go first. All right. Well, I already let the cat out of the bag, and Joe told me the rules too late, so I wasn't supposed to pick a quarterback, but I did. I'm taking. Everybody the- gets one. I'm taking the gentleman that finished sixth in the Heisman voting above Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. I'm going to take Jake Browning to go over 13.7 points as he leads the Bengals back into a playoff position this year. All right. I like it. He likes taking that Washington Huskies juju there. So, (laughs) All right. You want me to go, Joe? Yes. All right. So we talked about him all night. Um, let me crack my beer first because I'm gonna need this. It's like I can't put. <laughs> I just hope you don't take mine because I I just feel so I feel so dirty betting against Cooper Cup. He's projected ten point three seven fantasy points this week, and I just really don't think he's gonna get the over. And the only reason he got the over last week is because he got the touchdown. Um. Baltimore, let's be real, toughest matchup against QBs, so Stafford's going to have a rough time. Third toughest against wide receivers, so Cooper Cup and Puka are going to have a rough time. And Cup actually has 
five games under 5.9 fantasy points this year and only three over the projected, you know, what he's supposed to get. So give me cup on the under. All right. Trying to write these down. So Jeff, you were over Jake Browning. What was the projection? Did you have it? I I have it. 13.7 is what I had. Where'd you get that? I don't know. Pulled it out of my back pocket. I've got 15.7. Oh, come on. I'm using my fancy six pack projection. (laughs) You still want it? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right. Uh, So, Mike, I'll let you type yours in. So, I'm going Saquon. Um, Man, it's it's been brutal for this Giants offense. I know he had, you know, the the one monster game uh, a couple weeks ago here. course against washington um but man since then i mean he hasn't hit this projection of 14.7 um very often uh you know in his entire season so far one two three times in what one two three four five six seven eight nine games i mean I'll play the odds here. Green Bay, um, you know, great matchup they're against running all, backs. That there is not. I was gonna say it's not a terrible matchup. Uh, I just think the the Green Bay defense is gonna be good enough. Like, I, I don't think anybody is going to have the Giants do what the Giants were able to do against the Commanders. Nobody else is going to let Tommy DeVito. Look like an a pro bowl quarterback. Nope. So Saquon's good. Saqu- yeah, I, I love me some Saquon Barkley. He's a great player, but I'm going the under on 14.7 half PPR points. So um Jamie over here is talking. He will take the over on CeeDee Lamb. Doesn't matter what the projection is. I love he was one I wanted to take too, but I took him earlier in the year. The projection on CD Lamb is 18 and a half. So you are going over 18 and a half. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Still having typers in. Dave, are you still listening? We we need yours, man. (laughs) He doesn't ever come up with his until like Wednesday, I feel, or uh, Saturday, I feel like. Uh, Saturday. Can I switch mine to the over on Hunter Henry? Nice try. <laughs> nice try. Um, so, all right. Yeah. Well, so that is it for the show. Um, Jeff, thank you for coming on and uh, and talking with us. I uh, hope to have you back at Fantasy Six Pack soon. I know uh, you had to take some some time away, but do uh, uh, you got anything going on right now? You know, plans in the works? No, I'm just relaxing. You know, I, 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 we, we took a little hiatus from the podcast for a little while, the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. My two partners, Nick and Andy, decided to pop out three kids in one year. So, Oh, damn. Yeah, so we, we needed to take a break. I took a little break from writing to catch up with family and all that. But, uh, you know, as the year may turn and baseball season uh, looms, you, you may see me taking a little pen to paper once again. Nice. We will, we will be talking uh, so anyway, man, uh, again, great to have you on. We'll, uh, we'll have to do it again soon and, uh, have a good night, man. All right. Appreciate it, man. All righty, Mike. Appreciate that you, is Jeff. it for me. Take care, Mike. Oh, sorry. Um, 
Mike, that is it for me. And uh, I guess good luck to everybody in week 14. I know there's a lot of you who need wins this week to get into your playoffs. So hit us up and um, check out the show Sunday morning here on the YouTube channel where you can get a lot of advice. But again, jump in that Discord, become an All Access member. That is where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck and um, help you get that win. And then obviously... Hopefully that championship belt. So with that said, good night, everybody. And uh, enjoy the rest of this game, I guess. <laughs> How dare I mean, you say it's that? Well, it's a close <laughs> game, I guess, at least. So <laughs> <All right>. we're done. <laughs> Bye.